faster than a speeding bullet able to leap tall buildings in a single bound look up in the sky it's a bird it's a plane it's this wop doesn't lie the no bullshit podcast now here is your host felix andreoni oh yeah 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 i love that applause we got ann my co-host in the house hey everyone special hello to eric welcome to the live studio yes eric's in the house shannon's in the house and you know what today is it's friday (laughs) oh yeah Light it up! Woo! Hands rolling that big doobie. All my friends. Hello, Ryder. Oh, yeah. It's time to party, people. This WAP's in the house. Oh, yeah. Woo, yeah, it's time to party, people. Welcome to Troncat, who's joined us in the live studio. Hi, Troncat. And it's time to celebrate, too. You know why? Tell me. Not guilty. Yeah. My man is not guilty. And I love it. Not guilty self-defense. And you know who is waiting on the phone? We have Alec Baldwin. He wants to comment about the verdict. And here's Alec. Oh, he's funny. Oh, I don't even think Alec has a permit for a guy. Alec is funny. Alec, you got anything else to say? Okay. You know, um, you uh, came up with an interesting statistic earlier this evening about the number of permit, pistol permits in each state. Yeah. And I was shocked to learn uh, who number one was and number two was. Yeah. Neither of them were Wisconsin, by the way. Well, you know what? I am so glad that he got not guilty because if you watch those videos, it was completely obvious that this man shot these people in self-defense you know who the hell chases someone down you know answer this who would chase someone down they have a rifle in their hand who's what kind of idiot's gonna do that what kind of idiot is going to go up to someone and try to beat them with a skateboard and and you have a rifle in your hand not, not the brightest people we know. Hello to Harry and uh, a hello to Revolutionary Bro who've joined us in the live studio. Welcome. Troncat wrote, hey, brother, I sold two. What is that? Ferraris. Ferraris. And he's been building his own home. Very admirable. Oh, right. Troncat. Wow. Wow, wow. That's great. Oh, we want to see these Ferraris. You got to throw up some pictures, man. <laughs> I want to see them. 
You know, the one thing that struck me about the Kyle uh, trial is he's really, he's a child. Well, he's a child. Well, when he shot those people, I think if I'm right, he was only 17 years old. Really extraordinary and they, story. Really. And they uh, uh, tried him as an adult. Yeah, the prosecutors were a disaster. Really. But that's what you get. Subpar. That's what you get for fucking with people. You're out in the street rioting, you, and you're carrying weapons also. That's what the fuck you get. I suppose. Welcome to Excellent Daniel, who's joined us also in the live studio. Welcome, everyone. Troncat wrote they're gone and the buyers have all the pictures. The Ferraris he's talking about. What kind of Ferraris were they? Hmm. I'm curious now. Where I work, um, there's a parking garage, you know, space is limited and it's $4,000 a year for, for a parking space. Holy shit. And uh, someone recently um, put four Ferraris covered, plugged in, in our parking garage and they bought the two spaces on either side of them. So they bought eight spaces just so they could house their Ferraris for the winter, I suppose, or because they're away in Europe or whatever it is. Four of them all covered, each with its own custom, um, you know, cover the whole bit. It's pretty wild. Cat wrote their F40s. Oh, as I drive past them in my Nissan, it's pretty, pretty, pretty funny experience. Well, your Nissan. Is it, don't I have a Nissan? (laughs) I think I do. I think so. I think that's what it is. I don't know. And, you know, I was shocked when I heard stupid ass Joe joke Biden mm-hmm. say that this kid was a racist. What kind of a moron is this president? Well, he's uninformed. Really? He's uninformed. What kind of a jackass of a president do we have out there? And shouldn't be allowed to talk. That starts calling people in the middle of the trial a racist, like like the jurors, you know, can't hear that because they they weren't even sequestered. Which is very interesting to me. I wonder why they do things different in Wisconsin. I was shocked they were not sequestered. Hello to ben- Beninsky Newton, who's joined us also in live stream. Beninsky, what's happening? Well, and. You know what? I am, like I said, I am so glad that this kid was found not guilty and on all counts. And you know what? This sends a clear message to any rioters out there. And, you know, the, th- the sad part about it is each state is different. Right. I can guarantee you if this kid did this in Connecticut, mm-hmm. he would have been found guilty. Because oh, you have all these motherfuckers in Connecticut anti-gun, you know, but, but yet... When something goes wrong or somebody's breaking in their house, who the fuck do they call? A person with a gun, sure. right? Well, interestingly, the, the state with the second most, the second largest number of pistol permits is? Connecticut. Connecticut. Shocking. We're the third smallest state. I think there's like 250,000. We're the third smallest state in the nation, yet we have the second largest yeah. number of permits, which is really quite interesting. Well. That's good, you know. Hi, K. K- Stefan. Because when the rioters come, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, I don't condone violence. James at all. Walters, okay. we welcome you. To I want to make studio. that pers- perfectly clear. Hi, James. I don't condone violence in any shape, form, fashion, or whatever. I got it. So I want to make that clear. And I have a special song for the President of the United States. This is his song. Oh. Yes. 
You'll like it. Listen to the words. Right. I'm not sure I'm going to like it, but okay. I love it. This is a good song. I said Joe Biden too old. Slurring words, he look confused, man. This shit must be a joke. Trying to tell oh. Medicaid, I'll slap your ass. I'm getting paid. EBT, it got me eating, looking straight. Oh, sleepy old Joe Biden. No creepy old Joe Biden. That's for sure. With Joe Biden. Let me teach you about Joe Biden. He'll smell your kids, he takes your checks. And he smell your kids, he said. <laughs> he said he smell your kids. Don't bring your kids around, Joe Biden. Lord. You know? Well, today, interestingly... What? You know, it happened. What for, happened? For a while, Kamala there was our president. Yeah, because I heard Joe Biden had to get it up the ass. No, They gave him a colonoscopy. Yeah, a colonoscopy. So they put him out. So uh, Kamala, for a little while today, got to be our president, which I think is even more frightening. Than oh, she was. Let me tell you something. What? There was so much drool dripping out under her lips when they swore her in temporarily as the president. They had to get a mop and a bucket. Oh, right. That pig. You know, in the end, Eric, you know, has the final word, really. He says, says stop the violence. violence. He's right. He's right. Absolutely. Yep. But do you know what? You have these stupid ass protesters that want to do nothing, but half of them don't even know what the fuck they're out there for. Well, they're being paid to incite. You know what made me laugh? You have Black Lives Matters at the courthouse. What are they doing there? What is really? He didn't shoot anyone that was black. I don't know. I, don't, I think the whole jury was white too. Because what the were they years, doing there? Looking for for a, a chance to get their name back out there again, I suppose. It, it, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Shannon, Shannon said it's better to have a gun and not need it than to need a gun and not have it. That's right. I suppose that's true. That's right. Well, Black Lives Matter, were they there because the whole this whole incident happened during a BLM protest way back when that Kyle went to? Is that why? Well, they I mean, were I'm at guessing. they were I guess they were at the pro they're at every protest you go to. They're paid protesters. That's what they do. That's well, their job. they're at they're at every single protest. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, they're there holding up signs, you know, causing shit, causing trouble. I'm not saying all of them are. But you know what? Just gives people another excuse to bust in the stores, rip off the stores, you know, burn shit down. Right. And I'm so glad he was found not guilty because this sends a message to people that you can defend yourself. Mm -hmm. Hi, Niz. Welcome. What's happening, Niz? Well, you you can defend yourself. You can do something about it. Let's personalize this a little bit. If you had an 18, 17 year old son. Yeah. That, what? what how is that possible what do you mean i think he uh his, the gun he used was not his own it was a relative's to start out with right i don't know the whole story about the gun itself maybe somebody could call in and tell us this whole kyle story how the whole thing <laughs> happened that would be uh, i don't think it matters but the gun was legal right you know in the beginning the prosecution was saying he brought the gun in illegally i like how the prosecution was drilling him and asking him oh well do you play Oh, war games, <laughs> Call of Duty, where you get on 
and you know, and used to start killing everybody. Do you play war games? When they went that far, and that that showed me how desperate these stupid asses were. Because, you know, this has nothing to do about war games and video games. Nothing to do with it at all. And you notice this kid ran away from them, but they kept on pursuing him. It's not that he ran towards them. He ran away from... <laughs> what kind what does this guy write? He says for the KKK podcast. Oh, welcome, Michael. Welcome to our what show. What the fuck that means? Uh, wrote, I read the House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler. Oh boy, don't lose that jackass. Has requested the DOJ to review Rittenhouse's case so that Carl Rittenhouse could potentially face federal charges. I hope you know what it is. I hope that doesn't happen. Well, the only way he'll face federal is if he crossed state lines with an uh, with um, a firearm. But that is not that's not the case. Happened. That is not the case. That's not true. But the sad part about the American justice system is he's not guilty. But the, the civil cases against him are Michael be wrote extraordinary. Michael's asking me, "Are you racist against whites?" <laughs> um, so that's going to be that's going to be the hard part is the civil cases that are going to come up, and um, there is a GoFundMe page out there right now for Kyle, and they've uh, raised over a million dollars. You know what? I want to hear. I want. Case. I want to hear from this guy, Michael. Call in. I think uh, Michael might be a troll. We'll have to wait. And I see. don't care what he is. I, I, you know what? I'll. I said before. I'll let anybody on here. I don't care who the fuck it is. Call in. Stop texting stop writing in there and call in if you got a set of nuts okay call in stop sitting back and just typing in you want to ask me a question call in and i'll give you a truthful answer okay i'll give you a truthful answer i wonder if michael is uh chinese or american we'll have to wait and see <clears throat> most of our trolls are not are asian are not from the united states call in bitch all right. Well, you're in trying to incite Mike, quote unquote, Michael to call in. We should probably talk. <laughs> Tell him, call in, bitch. Come on, Michael. Um, maybe, call in. Maybe we should move over to the topic. <laughs> Shannon wrote, he's a black, blind, white supremacist. He's like Chappelle, Chappelle the Chappelle the show. show. Yeah, that was very funny. A black Ku Klux Klansman. <laughs> that was a classic, classic, classic show. Absolutely. <laughs> Megan Kelly, Nisro, Megan Kelly's podcast discussed the case. I didn't get to hear it at all. You know, I didn't hear it either. Well, um, I, I do know a few things about the case. So it was the jury of 12 in Wisconsin. They had five charges that they had to uh, decide on. And uh, things, people were starting to get nervous because it was one day, two day, three days of deliber deliberation. But what that really shows is they took the time and we went through each charge to decide if they, uh, Kyle was guilty or non-guilty. So to yep. their credit, they did a great job. And I feel bad for them because that MSNBC, you know, contractor was was being paid to follow the jury bus wherever it went. Yeah. I mean, that's really despicable. So now all these people, you know, I'm sure once they're found out, you know, over time that always happens, there's going to be life death threats against them and all the rest of it. It's really it tragic was, it was, ending to yep. our, our civil and, and I think the prosecution went uh, about this whole thing the wrong way. Um. Eric wrote, if that troll is impersonating Michael J. Steele wants to be a big wuss, do you have a handy dandy block button? 
Oh, I, I, I tried to give this, this bitch an opportunity to, uh, to call in, but he, uh, I'll invite him and see what happens. He didn't. Hey, let's, let's see. There's Eric. Come in here. If he ain't going to accept the call. I don't think so. I I don't know what's wrong. Wrong with this pussy. I told him to call. I said, stop asking me questions. And, and you invited him. To I'm going to invite him one more time. Let's see if he if he calls. Let's see if he calls in. You know, I, I, I get sick and tired of people. You know, if you're going to say something, be a fucking man and get up on the mic and don't say something. Coward. Yeah, don't, don't sit back like a little bitch typing in there. Uh, talking all fucking stupid. Get up there and say something, you know, or lay down and shut the fuck up. The way I look at it. Well, speaking Bitch. of Biden, maybe. Well, we if, should... if that troll don't want to come up, we, we got two words for him. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Where did he go? All right. Maybe uh, we should move on to today's topic. What is that? Uh, you don't remember? There's a whole. Uh, I just blocked the stupid ass. Okay. Fuck him. We were discussing today that uh, what, in fact, a pan. What is it? A pan what? A pansexual is what kind of a person that is. That's Joe Biden. Well, we are trying to enlighten ourselves on you know all the different <coughs> proclivities out there that and, and things that we might want to be sensitive to. So tell us, what is a pansexual? I didn't know what the hell it meant till I saw it online. And uh, Joe Biden came to mind because he'll do anything. So what is a pansexual? They have no sexual preference. Just a warm they'll, body? They'll, they'll stick it to anyone and anything. Just a warm body? Yeah. Human or otherwise? Yeah, doesn't matter. So they wanted to call themselves a, a pansexual. And enjoying the colors of the flag, the flag, the LBD, uh, LB. I think so. They want to go under that, but... You know, I'm so sick and tired of all this crazy bullshit nonsense. I am really sick and tired of it. Nobody has any fucking morals no more. It's all thrown out the window. All thrown out the window. And I have to say, this this government that's in place right now has a lot to do with it. Because they have no fucking morals. Everything's gone buck fucking wild. Just turn on the TV, and that's all you see. You know, for once, I want to see the news media show good news. It's rarely shown. You might see one article, or they might mention one thing on the hour they're on, and all the rest is death, disease, death, disease, death. Well, actually, um, not that I'm a fan of this show, uh channel but on facts the other night they had on the patriot awards did you see those no Where they took everyday people really who had done extraordinary was things. it a good show it was excellent and it was well, people in all walks of life americans that well, had you done know, extraordinary things you know how i feel about our veterans because they they have gotten the shaft ever since they no matter what war they were in the minute they came back they were treated like second class citizens well, and, and they still are why is that do you think because it's a fucking shame you know what it is the government used the crap out of these veterans and when they came home they forget them 
because everyone, they forget them. But, but the reality is, when they're away, everything else still, you know, still turns along. Changes are made, new people are trained. It's a sin. It's um, it's a it's sin hard to catch up. Thank God for these private organizations that will build them a house. A lot of veterans come back; they their limbs are gone from explosions. I mean, and, and, and some of these legitimate companies mm -hmm. will help them out and build a house for them. But I have to say the government does shit for these veterans. And look at the homeless veterans, especially this dickhead of a president that cares more about illegals crossing the border than he cares about the vets. I've never even seen him mention the veterans. We're lucky he just salutes them. <laughs> We're lucky he does that because that's all he does. This fucking old man needs, he really needs to be voted out. And I hope everyone in the next election votes this old, terrible president. He has to be one of the worst presidents I've ever seen. Well, um, when you look at the poll numbers and, and, you know, I don't believe a lot in them, but when they're such dramatic numbers, you have to give them notice. His, um... Well, I'll call it approval rating is highest for guess which issue in the United States right now. What? Believe it or not, for uh, COVID. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost half and half approved, half disapproved. What is his lowest rating? I know. Twenty three to sixty nine percent. What fucking, is that for? I think it's immigration. The, yeah. Yeah. Shannon wrote closing the pipeline screwed us. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. It's, it's, and look, and the gas will be five dollars a gallon. Yeah, I know. I, it's already four here in, in the Northeast. If you heat your home with gas or with oil, or, which is pretty much everybody, there's, yep. you're going to have a problem. This and week. if anyone out there reads that, what is it? Over trillions of dollars that that bill was just passed well, by the house, not the Senate. It, it's going to pass. The Senate hasn't had well, they have yet. the majority. Yeah, they have the majority. If you look I've I've read only seven percent of that bill is going to go to highways, right, and bridges. Seven mm -hmm. percent. Who who in their right fucking mind is going to vote for that? Niz wrote, "I am concerned this will end pre end the presidency altogether." Warren Buffett paid Biden to end the pipeline because it is about to shut down. It was about to shut down his railroad. Right, she's right. Of course, because now Warren Buffett's zooming because they're 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 transporting all the oil on the railroad. That's what they're doing. I think, as far as the U.S. Senate is concerned, the only two Democrats that seem to be um be be not in favor of this like infrastructure uh -huh. bill um are Kirsten Cinema of Arizona and Joe yep. Manchin of West Virginia, and well, how, and, and how it might come down to them. How do you think the vote's yeah. going to go? I mean, if they're both smart, they would probably vote against it and and just, and and this infrastructure bill just like go up in flames, you know, yeah. as their way of basically saying start over. I think that the the strategy that the Republican Senate is using is the House vote for it whenever you want, but the Senate is going to they're going to slow down the process as long as they can, and the closer we get to election time next year, you know, the midterms, um, the more. Um, um, opposition there will be for the bill. I think that's the strategy the Republicans are going to use, knowing what their numbers are and how skinny, how really close it, it might be. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, but they still have the majority. 
I'm, I'm, but the, but if you slow it down and uh, midterms come up and, and more and more people are opposed to it, you may get a few converts, Senate converts that you didn't count on otherwise. The other thing to remember is um, I think there are 12 senatorial seats up for election midterms wise. I can't wait for that. And, uh, we'll have to see how many of those like, you know, go the way that Virginia did and, and go Republican. It's going to be very interesting to see. It's always fascinating politics, but especially now with so much discord and, and really to America's. We'll have to wait and see. Well, it's, 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 it's sad when you have the government telling you, especially now, what you have to put in your body. That's really sad when you have a president like a jackass that he is. And he, and he, he has OSHA issuing the order that if you have, a, what is it, 100 more employees? 100 or more, right. I think by, 100, yeah. You have to have employees vaccinated. Yes. And if they're not, they have to get tested once a week. And they have to pay for their own tests. Well, you have some companies charging anywhere now. They're making a fortune from $50 to thousands of dollars to get tested. As, as we saw, we heard, saw a bill for $552. Yeah. yeah. So somebody else was billed 700 and something yep. for a COVID test. And, and this person actually produced the bill and showed us. I mean, can you imagine you go get a COVID test and, and they bill your insurance company 700 bucks? Are, are you fucking for real? What the hell is going on? Well, you just have to follow the money, right? Our friend Matt Nomads all, all a long time ago said that, and he's right. Niz wrote, Texas Republican Attorney General Ken Paxton sued the Biden administration over its unlawful OSHA vax mandate. Texas won this morning, getting uh, grave sanctuary in a constitutional issues. The Fifth Circuit stayed, stayed the mandate. The fight is not over, and I will never stop resisting this administration's unconstitutional overreach. And un unconstitutional isn't the word. You know, what happened to my body, my choice? What happened to that? Yeah. What yeah, happened to that? I, I have struggled with it a little bit. For example, a few years ago, I was um, a professor, assistant professor, Associate Professor for Operations Research at a private university. There was an outbreak of um, measles, of all things in the world. Uh -huh. And you weren't told to get the measles shot, but I couldn't go into the classroom without it. So in that case, it, it was obvious that to have another spread of measles would be devastating, especially for college kids who are going to someday become pregnant and all the rest of it. Uh -huh. So. It wasn't a mandate, but it was common sense to go and get the shot. But that was up to each individual to decide for themselves. There was no uh, mandate given. There was no rule given. There was nothing like that. Yeah. So as an adult, it is a little different than kids, you know, with that blue form and the zillion shots they get to, to be inoculated for whooping cough and, and um, ch no, chicken pox and uh, all those horrible diseases, polio. It goes on and on and on. But as an adult, uh, we're not used to this. We're not used to these um, new and different diseases that come up and new and different mandates. Well, you know what? I read an article the other day, uh, this scientist wrote, and I hope this never happens, but he said that he believes within 12 months, another virus is going to be sent out there mm -hmm. from China. He's saying, sure, sir. That's going to dwarf the COVID and kill half, the people 
in the world. And he said if that does happen, if it is released and people start dying by the millions, Mm -hmm. that um, they will declare martial law here in the United States. States, And no one will be able to leave their home. No one. He said they would immediately send out the National Guard in each state and you all be put down on lockdown. I hope that never happens because buy your toilet paper now. Because you're going to need more, um, more than toilet paper. Believe me, if that's um, you've got 34 states that are doing Senate elections. These are like the class three elections, and of those 34, uh-huh. you got six names that are retiring. Um, Patrick Leahy of of Democrat State Vermont, he's retiring. Then the Republican states like. Rhino Richard Shelby of Alabama, Rhino Roy Blunt of Missouri, Rhino Richard Burr of North Carolina, Rob Portman of Ohio, and then another Rhino, Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania. But, wow, I didn't know but that. But of course, like, mm-hmm, yep. But um, so Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa. Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Missouri, Nevada, New Hampshire, New York State, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, South Dakota, Utah, Vermont, Washington State, and Wisconsin. Wow. So there. Well, of course, I know like Richard Blumenthal is up for reelection in Connecticut, but considering how deeply like Democrat safe Connecticut is, y'all would probably likely to be stuck with him for another six years. Uh, it looks similar to how way. New York State's probably going to be is likely mean, to be stuck with Chuck Schumer for another six years. But but Georgia, I mean, we, we were hopeful that Hirsch Walker prevails. Yes. Yep, you're right. And what are the other states where there's possible swing? Washington State, I think? North, um, I think Washington State, I think they're going to be stuck with Patty Murray for another six years because that is also uh, another deep... Um, yeah, Democrat safe state. Yeah. Um, Arizona, I think, could have the potential to flip, but I don't know whether Martha McSally is coming back. Um, Utah with Mike Lee, I'm, I would guarantee that to remain Republican safe. And then yep. Louisiana, like John Neely Kennedy. And then in Arkansas, John Bozeman. Um, South Carolina, you've got, um, you know, Tim Scott. And Florida, you've got Marco Rubio. And then Kentucky, you've got Rand Paul. And and in Wisconsin, which is another swing state, you've got Republican Ron Johnson. Hopefully he, he goes back in for a third term. And then Iowa's got, of course, Chuck Grassley and yeah. um, South Dakota's got um, John Thune and North Dakota's got John Hoven. Um, Kansas has got Jerry Moran and Ohio's got um, James Lankford. And then um, and I think Oregon will likely remain Democrat safe with Ron Wyden and and um, Hawaii with with Brian Schatz and Alaska with Dan Sullivan, yeah, you know, and Indiana with Todd Young. So and, if you so um, if you live in- Maggie Hassan of New Hampshire mm-hmm. and Chris Van Hollen of um, Maryland. Niz uh, wrote Connecticut is so fucked, and and look who jumped in ABC Channel Seven. Uh-huh. I hope it's the real one. I would like them to get up on the mic. So, Eric, it really, if you live in Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, or Wisconsin, 
they're, you're really going to be, um, you know, your votes really matter. That they're, they're so purple from the Biden yes. thing that there's, that's really where all the energy and money and the attention is going to go. Right. You would agree. Yeah, I, w- I would imagine so. And, um, and Republicans definitely need to hang on to their, their safe states too. Right. Right. What about us, like Florida? Which is um, Nevada could also be in play too with Catherine yeah. Cortez Musto, yes. you know, and, and then Michael Bennett of Colorado, another Democrat, you know, if, if like Republicans could really focus their energy on flipping them. I mean, look at how like Republicans were able to flip Virginia in the gubernatorial election. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. And I don't think the Democrats, especially now, I think things are just going to get worse. They're obviously not going to get better. Well, you know, they're, they're I mean, just going to continue to double down and triple down on stupid is probably what it of is. Of course. And all the money they're handing out will backfire. Well, supposedly it's free. Mm-hmm. Heard that, right? Well, it's, according to Joe, Joe Biden, he said it's paid for. Yeah, it's paid for. I, I'm a volunteer for the IRS. I know that sounds strange, but I help people um, mitigate Uh-oh. their anxiety and help them get, you know, um, document ready to go have their taxes done. And there's some wonderful volunteers from the VITA program, qualified accountants that help them with their taxes. Long story short, part of the bill is assuming that the IRS is going to recover $400 million in, yeah. uh, in uh, taxes that they haven't been able to, to collect. And, and that's ludicrous. Is that from Hunter Biden? <laughs> well, he has the whole $400 million well, himself. Maybe. Then, yeah, yeah. he's hiding the money. He's hiding the money up his nose. He got Someone it from China. It. China. I like the way Trump used to say China. You know, um, when we're talking about yeah. Trump, and I don't, you know, we don't want to spend a lot of time on him. He's doing an interview on Sunday night at eight o'clock. Is he? And um, they just had the the um, Republican governors convention. You know, I don't know where, where that was held, and everyone's baiting with bated breath is wondering: Is Trump going to run or not? Because there are some other viable candidates that are waiting. I think to he see will if they're going to have a war chest or not. But during the governors. Um, collection i'll call it you know whatever that was consortium mm-hmm. they talked about how the numbers again poll numbers for biden are um it is 57 percent of americans think biden is too old and that his age is getting in the way of him being an effective president well how the hell old is trump are they not the same age? you're there are they not the same trump age? is four years yeah. younger oh four years younger yeah so I, I don't know if that takes up comes into play or not but everyone is anticipating his it's a sit-down interview i can't tell you with who i don't know on uh sunday night at eight so we'll have to see what trump has to say when but listen biden will never uh, do his whole term i say he'll never make it i think he thinks he's gonna <clears throat> do another seven years or whatever it is. i really truly think he'll so. never make it mm-hmm. i don't he's too frail yeah, he's, he's just not gonna make it we saw a picture of him and, and his wife a very lovely woman i'm sure they look like hell Remember the picture we saw on the on the news? Yeah, yeah. Come from somewhere they look like they just look like hell. They, they look terrible. And um, the report is that every Thursday night or Friday he goes to Delaware or to Camp David. He's not even in the White House for the weekend, and he's really inaccessible, which is not what a president has to do. They're really sacrificing four years of their life. But one thing he does have just, though is hairy legs, uh, and he likes when the little kids uh, rub the hair. By the way, you know I sit on the stand. And it get hot. I got a lot of. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. What a pig! He used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. 
they look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids. What a pig! And I've loved kids jumping on my life. I bet you do. And I've loved kids jumping on my life. And I've loved kids jumping on my life. What a pig! A special hello to Broken Compass. We hope that you will call in. Yes. This song is so fitting to the president. I heard the president's going to use this song uh, when he has this ballroom dance. Is this a bit pansexual yeah. Uh, anthem? Yeah, it's a pansexual presidential anthem. I said, fuck Joe Biden. I want to see him fuck dance. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. I said, fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. Fuck Joe Biden. What'd you say? Fuck Joe Biden. I said, Joe Biden a hoe. I said, Joe Biden too old. Slurring words, he look confused, man. This shit must be a joke. Trying to take my Medicaid. I'll slap your ass. I'm getting paid. This SSI and EBT. It got me eating, looking straight. What? Oh, sleepy old Joe Biden. Oh, sleepy. Old Joe Biden. Creepy. With Joe Biden. Let me teach you. Ah! Smell your kids, he takes your checks and then he run off all excited. He a bitch, he needs some rest. He's dumb as fuck. Well, I ain't voting for Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Yeah, that's his theme song. Didn't you know that? And Alec Baldwin's calling in again. Here's Alec Baldwin. Oh, man. Alec said he's... He's sorry he wasn't there. Where, in Wisconsin? Yeah. He no. would have shot them all. No. With a fake gun, he said. He would have shot them all with a fake gun. With, with a prop gun. I yeah, and blamed it on... The, the prop department. On Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's time for some soothing music. Woo! Oh, yeah. This this song makes me horny. Woo! You better call up Joe. Make a date. This makes me horny. I got to. You don't know the words? Baby. <laughs> Long, I can't hold it much longer. And stronger, get that feeling. I need sexual healing, sexual healing. Oh, yeah. Whoa, yeah. Healing is good. Me. Oh me. Oh yeah, sing it, Marvin. My shit is jumping out my pants. Woo! Oh yeah. I guess every pansexual likes that song. Yeah. Huh? That's enough. I got too horny now. <laughs> I'm going to have to take a cold shower. Oh, dear. Wait a minute. Give me your hand. <laughs> Not that. You lost your mind. <laughs> 
Well, getting back to the subject at hand, and we have Joe Biden's father on the phone. Who is Joe Biden's father? I don't think I know. (laughs) That's funny. Now, since we have Joe Biden's father on the phone, uh, what's your name, Mr. Biden? We never knew his father. Oh, his, of course, his father's name was Joe Biden. No, it's really Lucifer. No, it's Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Was that Joe his Biden. father's name? Yes, it was. Yes, it is. Joe Biden Sr. Believe it or not, Joe Biden is a junior. A junior? Yes. Joe, he has, the he fa- only has one brother, right? Oh, I don't know. The father died in 2002 before any of this really happened. Is that Jilby? Joby? Jilby. I don't know what that Entered is. the room. Oh. So, as I was saying, as I was saying. Oh, yeah. Friday, baby. Oh, yeah. Miss says, how can I message Eric? We'll let Eric answer. Did you know that Joe Biden's father was initially wealthy, sailing yachts around a New England coast? Was he? And in 1941, Mr. Biden, the father, married Jean Finnegan from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Joe, our president, is the oldest of four. And he purchased their time in Scranton as idyllic. The father, Mr. Senior, worked for a company that made sealant for merchant marine ships during World War II. But he had a hard time finding work in the the decades that followed. And uh, Joe Biden's family um, struggled with poverty for a certain amount of time there in Delaware. How How did Joe Biden meet his wife? Because I've seen pictures circulating. I don't know whether it's true or not on the Internet. But it shows... I, I think she was a babysitter. Oh, nanny? Yeah, or something. I don't know if that's true or not. But, not, you know, I don't put anything past this fucking pedophile. Well, I think he was married when they met her. Isn't that the, the, the scuttlebutt or the problem? That's like the big thing. Why? Joe was married when he met her. That, then, that's what I read. But then his wife died in a car accident or something terrible. Mm, I wonder how. No, stop. I wonder how that happened. Um, um, Joe Biden's first wife is Nalia Hunter. Um, she died in 1972. I think it was like a tractor trailer, you know, yes. hit, hit the car okay. that her and the two boys are in, and, uh-huh. and and a baby girl also died in that accident. Um, right. Right. And the second wife, Jill Biden, they've been married since 1977. Her maiden name is Jacobs, and then they had a daughter Ashley together. I think 1980, 1981, and then then. Then, of course, Biden's oldest son, Bo, died um, a few years ago from brain cancer. And then then we all know about Hunter, of course. Um, you know, oh, yeah. You know, be, how, did he meet, how did he meet his wife? Um, the second wife. Um, I don't I mean, I'm not sure. I'm, you know, I've, I'm kind of like look, look, looking right now um, to see, see exactly how she met. They met. 
because I, I, like I said, I was seeing pictures of him. In 1975, Joe met her. Uh, she was a University of Delaware student. So uh, how much younger? Yeah. Joden. Oh, Joe's a pig. <laughs> She's pretty. <laughs> Not um, let me see how old she is. She Joe was born Biden. in 1951. He was born in 1942. So yeah, that would be a nine-year age difference. <laughs> Shannon wrote E Harmony. <laughs> Maybe it was plenty of fish. Apparently, Joe Biden's <laughs> brother Frank um, got her number and gave it to Joe to call. <laughs> e Harmony. Joe asked Jill to break her date with another e man to go out with him. I bet you it was E Horny. And she decided <laughs> to take the chance. Ehorny.com. Or me, me love you long time, Wait, Joey. Stop. Jill what? had been married to Bill Stevenson and they divorced during her junior year in college. What a pig. After drifting apart. What a filthy pig. So she was a student, uh, a college student. And how old was Joe? Well, he's, uh, Eric said he's nine years older. Jill wasn't ready to jump into marriage at that time. I bet she was. <laughs> Joe asked her to marry him five times. <laughs> and by that time, she, quote, unquote, she had fallen in love with the boys and really felt that this marriage could work. <laughs> I bet you she's sorry. Well, maybe not because she's in the White House. Oh, that's a great thing. What's so great about that? Well, she's the first uh, lady, and she's probably calling all the shots. No, she's his keeper. She keeps him upright. And, well, uh, I heard now she wipes, diapers. you know, wipes his diapers and stuff. Here's Joe now. Ooh, I'm going to share my pants. Uh, <laughs> you mean after the visit to the Pope? Pants. That was very embarrassing. That's Joe that's in, in the, the morning. States. Yeah, I know. Really sad thing. But it, she's his keeper. She keeps him, uh, you know coherent and guides him away when he doesn't know where he is and you know, that, all that kind of stuff. That's probably quite often. Well, in the Rose Garden, let alone who knows where else. I don't know. He doesn't know where he, he is. He's got to do something. And uh, they got they got to vote this man out because he's going to drive this country straight in the ground. Do you want to talk about Blinken in Africa? I want to talk about that for a little bit. Well, what the fuck was he even doing there? Well, Africa wants money, and Africa's playing the United States against China right now to get the best deal, and good for them. But we're losing. And um, I think part of the China deal is they get to have five military installations in uh, Africa. So if we're not careful, that's going to be Talking about disaster. a Secretary of Defense that's not qualified. This guy's a fucking moron. What are you talking about? Lincoln? Lincoln. I don't know where he came from. He's a lot of, a lot of congressmen and senators have been repeating that. Well, he's very different than our last uh, capable capable um, Secretary of State. Completely different. Who are you talking about? Under Trump. Uh, what was his name? Who was the Secretary of State under Trump? I uh, forgot already. I'll remember. I think I have Joe Biden syndrome. <laughs> Who are you? No. Where am I? I brought it up un unprepared. That's my fault. This said we're in Africa. Um, yeah, it was on. It was on Niz. It was on TV. He was in Africa with the uh, Mike, Prime Mike Minister, Mike Pompeo. That was who it was. That was Secretary of State under Trump. I think Pompeo was good. No, he was more of a hard ass. That's for sure. But I don't know. I think Pompeo did a good job. And you know what? It's sad because before COVID hit, look how well the economy was doing. Mm -hmm. I remember going to the mm -hmm. gas station and paying. 
a dollar seventy five. Yeah, well, for a gallon, will you? Will we ever see that again? No, I don't think so. I think that was. It, it is a damn shame. A damn shame. Yep. In this road, I do not watch TV seriously at all. I don't blame you. I usually I, I'll put on the news. But I like watching uh, oh, shows on uh, Netflix, and we watch our local I just news. watched this show with The Rock in there, The Rock, and I forgot this other actor. It was oh. a good, mo- it was a fairly decent movie. It's about this thief that was stealing this these eggs that were, um, I think, Cleopatra's. They were supposed to be, and The Rock went around. I like watching these little movies on Netflix. You know. You don't watch movies on Netflix? I hate movies because you're trapped for hours. Why? It's not my thing. Well, you don't watch them for hours. What is it? How long is an average movie? Three, two and a half, three. Is it? Yes. I don't think, I think, I don't know if this one was two hours or not. My favorite is still Oak Island. Where they look oh, Oak Island is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oak Island is a joke. Yes. And how many times are they just going to find a piece of wood or a nail? Oh, Gary makes it exciting every time. I like that picture I saw in the newspaper where um, the whole island was completely dug up. <laughs> and, the, and the guys from Oak Island said, look, I found another nail. I found, they're looking for the Knights Templar's gold. Yeah, looking for the gold. Looking for the gold. But they find Please. silver, so that's kind of weird how that all works. That's a crock of shit. I, I, I doubt if they'll find anything. What amazes me is that one episode that we saw, they did dig down and they uh, they saw these gold things, but you know, they didn't uh, they didn't pursue it. They would have went down f- further. Eric, what's happening on uh, Podbean? Well, I guess with you having 10 minutes left in tonight's show, um, of course, um, to anybody who's new to the, the Swap Doesn't Lie podcast, um, if, if you haven't already done so, or if you're new here, p- please give Felix a follow because, um, you know, he would enjoy see- seeing all of you, um, you know, yep. fr- fr- Fridays, 7 p.m. Eastern time, um, because you'll just certainly get notifications when um, he does new live shows and when he publishes episodes. Um, but if you are interested in checking out some really great podcast friends here on Podbean that... Um, gets Felix's stamp of approval. Here's like um, a very interesting roster of shows. It's quite a long list, but we're going to name off the very best ones. Go ahead. Do it. You know, going into the weekend, of course, in primetime tonight, you've got um, the Beans and Weenie show going live at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time if you're looking for some good good comedy. Um, And and hopefully um, we'll be seeing Spanky and Scooter later. And, you know, and, and... and of course, as I'm sure you might be aware, you know, Spanky recently was hospitalized, you know, have, you know, have, having to have his leg amputated due to infection and, um, and it's good to see him in good spirit. So, um, you know, cer- certainly, uh. um, you know, w- wishing him all the best. And then you've also got, um, 9 PM Eastern time. You've got David and Roe Unfiltered doing the, doing the mystery podcast, mysteries of the paranormal. Um, if, if you're into, into some su- suspense. 9.30 p.m. Eastern time, you've got the Slightly Serious Show with James Pertwee and George Truly, you know, giving you 
giving you like the latest news commentary and conversation on on today's news events and 10 p.m eastern time you've got a, a new podcast called the podfather show um which i think looks to be a new and interesting talk show and then you've also got the old man's friday night music show at 11 p.m eastern time and around 11 30 p.m or midnight eastern time you may have jester and the gang doing um the it's doomsday podcast and um of course, all next week, um, be on lookout for the Ralph William podcast, Mornings on Podbean. And you can also find them on WESN, the Epic Strategies Network. Mm-hmm. And also be on the lookout for 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 the the Old Man's podcast between Joe and Eric's Chit Chat with the Old Man weekdays, 10 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Wednesday of next week. As Thursday and Friday, like Thanksgiving and Black Friday, the Old Man will not be doing shows. And also be on lookout should... Uh, should we see episodes of the John DeVito show as well as the gray area, the Frankie D show and, and also be on lookout for Mike Tampa Bay and be on lookout for Chuck and Billy's night, cup of tea and Linga Longa and Lara and Luke's communication station. And also be on lookout for the slightly serious show all next week, 9 30 PM Eastern time. And then the beans of weenie show Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays at 8 30 PM Eastern. And yep. Friday, Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, you've got um, Maverick, Goose, Bravo, and the gang with the Slacker 82 Alpha podcast. And and I know, that, um, and of course, plenty more great podcast friends worth checking out, um, including the Kirkley Hennessy Show and and um, Dude Sean and, you know, you know, just many more awesome podcast friends to name off. And, you know, ho- hopefully we'll start discovering some, some new, like, great podcast shows you know, showing up on Podbean and, and hopefully, and we're also still thinking about podcast friends we've not seen and heard from on Podbean in a while, but hopefully they work on coming back soon with new episodes. So, um, yeah. And the John Gill program and the Art of Floundering pod- podcast and, um, you know, and yeah, I'm, I'm confident that these are podcast shows that you won't be disappointed in. Yep. Yep. And you know what? I have to mention something that's weird um, on Facebook. Uh, so, you know, lots of times I will show the what's coming up on Friday. We're like Eric said, we're on every Friday, seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we're on from seven to eight p.m. And uh, you guys out there, if you're new, you're listening tonight, follow me, follow the show, download some of our programs. But what I wanted to mention was what's strange when I was on Facebook advertising my show, you get all these phony people. And I want to warn people out there because I was fairly, I'm fairly new to Podbean and podcasting, period. I think I've been on a year now. December will be a year. And um, these people will contact you and tell you that they're going to give you a 2,000, 3,000 uh, downloads and they're going to get you so many people to like your show and follow you. It's a bunch of crap. Believe me, the majority of the people that are asking for money to do this for you. And it's not that I tried it. You know, I, I, I pulled a slick maneuver on these people. I said to them, well, you, you know, if you want me to pay you to do something like this, you got to show me what you can do. Well, nobody can do it. You know, it's just, complete bullshit scam so if you guys are new out there don't fall for these people trying to contact you and get you out of your hard-earned money 
to to have you, you know, all of a sudden they're telling you, I guarantee you, you'll have 2,000 uh, downloads but before uh, the next two weeks. That's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Believe me, it's a scam. And there's so many scams out there, especially this time of year when you come near uh, Christmas and all the holidays. It, I, I can't begin to say how many scam emails that I get in my personal email. And, and it looks so real. I mean, especially these bank ones where they say, you know, somebody charged something on your account and they're just hitting you up and they're just scamming, you know, any bank account. It could be Citibank. It could be anything and hoping you have this. And the minute you click onto their link and you try to log on to your account, which you think you're logging onto your account, which you're really not, you're sending them the person who sent this email to you, your bank password, and uh, then then it's a field day for them. They could get on to your account and do just about anything they want with your money before you can catch on to it. Like Shannon wrote, they'll send you a Trojan horse. That's why I don't, I don't open up any email to tell you the truth. I'll view it, but I am not going to click on any link at all in emails. I'm not going to do that, you know, unless I'm absolutely sure from where it came from. And the thing is, you know, if you click on some of these phony emails, it cracks me up. It'll say like, and I'm using Citibank just as an example. You know, I haven't gotten any from them, but I'm just saying. And you click on from where it came from and it's not even from them. It's like a Gmail account. And that's, you know, that's a, a hint right there. And I'm sure there's so many scammers out there sending shit out to people that's not true, that the authorities can't chase everybody down. It's impossible. There's millions and millions of these emails going out, millions of them going out, even phone calls. I love it when I get a phone call from a phony IRS agent telling me, that I got to pay them or there's some sheriff's going to come to my house and arrest me because I, I, I lead them around like a, like a, a little dog in the beginning, you know, where do I send the money? And, and they just keep on going. Well, you could go to uh, the supermarket and, and, and wire us the money. Listen, the IRS never calls you. They never will call you just like all these other government agencies. They're not going to call you. They'll send you shit in the mail. I know that because I had them send me stuff. And believe me, I owed the IRS money, well, over 10 grand once, and they didn't call shit. But they got my money because they taxed my paycheck at the time. So, you know, it's called a, a tax warrant. And they'll, they'll collect their money from you, believe me, if you don't pay. Niz wrote old school mail checks or money orders. <laughs> and Niz, you're right about that. Because all this electronic transfer crap, I mean, the way people today can crack into your, your email, crack into your cell phone, into your computer. You have to have all kinds of fucking crazy, run a VPN, run a, uh, um, all kinds of shit on your computer. Norton, you know, and they could still get in if they want to. Believe me, it's crazy out there. Crazy. Eric, who was that person you said they had a 
amputate his leg. Um, that was Spanky from the Beans and Weenie show. Um, How is he doing? Know, but he's back at home. He's back at home now. But um, you know, I think that the incision where they, you know, where below the knee where they had to amputate, yeah, um, it, you know, it's currently healing. So two months from now, um, he, you know, he's gonna look into being fitted with a prosthetic. Uh huh. Um, but him and Scooter had also had just come off of like like a battle with COVID. Oh wow, and they're okay. Uh, they're they're doing a lot better now. Um, yeah, but hopefully they should be going live in about thirty minutes. Um, but otherwise, like I said, I'll be at the slightly serious show in about ninety minutes. All right, all right, Eric. It's good hearing from you. Stay safe, yeah, everybody good, out good there. Talking to you. Yep, everybody out well, there, Niz, Niz, everyone, Shannon, everybody Shannon. listening now. Be safe out there. Because the virus obviously is still out there. I just lost a close friend yes. of mine for 40 years. I knew this man. And COVID got a hold of um, him. Um, I don't know whether y'all are going to be back next Friday or not, the day after Thanksgiving. If if, if y'all are, um, yep. look forward to having you. Um, otherwise, um, it, you know, if, if anybody's not able to join us next week, we certainly want to wish everybody a very blessed Thanksgiving holiday next Thursday. And, um, but not to worry, y- y'all will still be on th- like th- through the rest of like 2021 throughout the month of December as we are getting closer to the Christmas and New Year's holidays. Yeah, exactly. And I want to wish everybody a healthy, happy Thanksgiving. Listen, tomorrow's never promised. So tell someone close to you that you love them. Don't wait till they pass away to cry at their funeral. You know, I learned that the hard way myself. So tell people that's close to you, you love them. Everybody, be safe out there. Eric, God bless you, everybody. All right, I'm taking you out. Woo! Oh, yeah. Be safe, people. Ciao. Sit on your wish, I'll eat.